And welcome back to Talking Gaming and Tech. We are here again this week. We're going to get into a number of topics like, is Xbox looking to not make hardware anymore? We also got news about Final Fantasy VII, um, news about Elden Ring and Tencent, and where that could lead to. Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> the hell with Tencent. Um, yes and no, and but I'll have more news about Tencent in the second half, though. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that you're a lot. I'm why you're like speculating. Obviously, we're gonna have an update on the Powell World situation. Uh, so yeah, which is not really a situation, but it, it's it's to clarify some things, <laughs> I guess you could say, because I didn't know this. The studio is literally down the road from Nintendo's headquarters, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. But yeah, we're gonna get into. Obviously, you know we're gonna get into the uh, wonderful uh, Apple virtual headsets that are like seen everywhere now everybody's got them now they're everywhere uh they're blowing up which is good in a way uh good in the sense like i'm not buying them but it's good in a way that a lot of people are using them so it's going to cause a lot of people to start like i'm sure a lot of people already are researching and making their own um but it's going to really boost that because they're going to want people to which is good yeah Um, in a way (laughs) so but we're also going to get into Microsoft's uh, kind of trailer to uh, Copilot hints at like a bigger picture, which is kind of cool. Um, which is something I actually already do on my phone, but because um, I don't think you realize that you can get Copilot on like anything. And this kind of what this trailer hints at, but it's it's a Super Bowl trailer, so it's yeah, it's really trying to drive oh, it's that. Not worth watching. <laughs> no, it's cool, but yeah, and no, because fuck the Super Bowl. And we're going to get into so we only briefly covered it. Because I didn't completely read the series yet uh, when we first announced it, but there's a lot more information about the series. Uh, a lot of things going on. We're only about a month away from when Three Body Problem premieres on Netflix. But that's not what I'm going to get into only because I found out that Tencent had already done the series in China uh, and they spent four years filming it. And they won multiple awards for special effects in a number of countries. So, and it's so far, I'm halfway through it. Uh, it's really good, but we'll get into that though in the second half, though. So, is it translated? The, the one you got? What, uh, uh, subtitles? I don't yeah. believe awards. It's subtitles. It's subtitles. It, I will have to say though, it is. I am. It's a breath of fresh air to watch somebody literally do an episode, a chapter. Like it was like they made some minor changes, but it was like they're not just like okay, we'll just do this quarter of the book here and we'll move them down. No, they're literally doing chapter by chapter. There's 30 episodes for one season. Like it's Netflix incredible. That, they? they would never. Huh? Is Netflix doing that? No, Netflix is making some major changes, and we're gonna get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Sex and Louvre said that he actually gave his, like, um, like, what's his name? Sex and Lou. That's not what I heard you say. <laughs> yeah, I heard sex and moves. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard sex and lube. I'm like, what? Sex and lube. Either way, <laughs> it's a tradition. If Nate's excited about this, I expect it to be bad. Um, se- um, which yeah. is a bummer because I would hope it'd be good, but Nate's it, involved. So. Yeah. <laughs> Nate endorses it. We got a problem. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Well, come on. Realistically, that's the fucking truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. 
but he gave them like I'm just their blessing. Not necessarily he probably really even cares, but I mean who knows? Anyway, so since then, since the now, anyway, back to where we were, back to reality. <laughs> Let's get into what we've been up to the last couple of weeks. As always, right before this podcast, we had a incredibly insane D and D session. Well, Pathfinder it was session. A, it was a good session. Pathfinder session. <laughs> um, I think it was an excellent session. I think I got people a little concerned for both you and your dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I even had to stretch the rules a tad bit, because like, he, that wall was too high for you to jump, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I let you jump it anyway. Oh, I was like, eh, he's only off by like ten yards, and he's got him, his dumb ass killed if I don't help him. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the the session was pretty good. Uh, everything worked out the way I was hoping it would work out for like issues my only concern is like people are under the impression that you have to do this right now and you don't it's just if you do if you don't you guys have to worry about what could come at you because you didn't bother to do it hmm. that's really all it is it's like because there was concerns that they were like people were saying near the end of the session that I think it was Mitch that was like asking if complain like saying to him it's another end of the world kind of thing and I was just, just trying to point out that you don't have to actually do it at this time mm. there's just going to be consequences if you don't yeah yeah these yeah. people want you dead and you just killed their execute no you defeated their executioner and then you wouldn't let him leave oh yeah that's right which makes it worse like they sent a hit squad and you killed the hit squad. They're not going to leave you alone. Next time they're going to send the real deal after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going <laughs> to. So that's your choice. You can go deal with them now, or maybe you go do something else with the Guardians. And then one session, a guy shows up with a letter and says, Bazinga, your wife has been kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you return, you return to freaking, um, to what do you call it? Uh, uh, Valeria to find it burned down and after people you know killed. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't know what's gonna happen. All you know is that you can't ignore these people without consequences because they're fucking pissed at you and you're making it harder on them. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, we also did our new session, uh, new campaign, started that up. That was pretty good. Yeah, on Friday you did that. Bug it yeah. had a few bug issues, but other than that, the campaign, the, the session was great. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. So, anyway. Other than that, no. Mzinga. And I played the Final Fantasy VII demo. remake demo, yeah. Rebirth. That was excellent. Um. I <laughs> I I cleaned up my house. I, okay. I got a record stand and a and a new amp edition, and uh, I played some Fortnite last week or whatever with with Woody. Mm. No build mode. It's not bad, and it's it, every time I play, it's a completely different game. Mm. Like the map's different. Every the way it plays is different. It's weird. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, that's all I really played. Lots of lots of. 
Lots of days at work. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a zombie by the time I get home lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a. Yeah, I wanted to work on D and D stuff tonight, and I'm just burnt out. Yeah, I got home and I'm like, uh, I got nothing. Yeah, that's a whole other issue. But yeah, <laughs> freaking. Um, one of the cool things though. So I've upgraded finally because like, um, mechanical desks have come down in price by a couple hundred dollars, at least, around, for the decent brands. I'm not talking about like the. The brands you don't know what the hell they are. There are there's a ton of them out there. There are they could be good because it's a, a mechanical desk is not something like complicated. It's it's a basic servo motor like that's turning a giant rod. That's all it's doing. Um. So there's really nothing there. Um. And all it is just moving up and down like. Um. Uh, it's kind of like, I guess the best way to describe it, they're pillars that are the same uh, function as like your chair, as a, as a desk chair. With, oh, like with the, the, the pump? Yeah, it's about the same fun. It's about the same mechanics as that. Is that. And it's probably less complicated than that, actually. Uh, so there's not a lot to it. Obviously, in the beginning, there were char- people were charging a lot because it's new. It's, it's It was fairly simple and not any more expensive, really. Um, but yeah. No, I mostly got it like for like desks are not really made. Modern desks are not. You can get things to raise desks up, but desks are not really made for tall people. They're made for <laughs> average height people. Um, are you standing at your desk or are you just getting it? So well, no, like when I'm working on a project and stuff like that, I don't like sitting so much. I like standing. Um, like if you're drawing? No. Like if I'm working or fixing something, I like standing. So, uh, is, would this, you, is your new desk big enough to do that? Oh yeah, it's big enough to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's the thing though, and obviously it is with a standing desk. It is obviously more like I guess it's better. It is technically better for your health. Uh, sitting is not all great for your health at all, all day. Well, if you're at the desk the whole day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but standing and working and being able to walk around and stuff like that, yeah. It, it's a nice little switch, but I can just hit a switch and just go back and forth. Does it have that thing where you have a setting? Yeah. You one, two, three, four. Yep, yeah. You can set it to whatever you want, the height, uh, which is kind of cool. Just at my sitting, lo- my sitting, what do you call it, save location, the height, which is just all the way as high as it can go. <laughs> uh which I think is... I have enough. I wouldn't mind one, but I have enough problems with the uh, the cables. <laughs> oh, with your cable. <laughs> the cable management at our studio is not subpar. It's under par. It's, it's under, way under par. It's, it's, it's way it's, under par. It's all tied up. It's just a mess because there's so much we got going into the computer. <laughs> we got like two mixers, three, four monitors, lights, cameras, action. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a lot of shit. Yeah, it's it's it, it is a it is a mess and mess. But we're gonna fix it at some point. We're gonna three D print some parts and do some uh, rearranging, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, though, I've been mostly just playing Under Night Inverse too. Um, but yeah, and they have finally fixed the network issue connecting to people outside North America is fixed finally, which is good. That was giving like weird issues and weird drop issues, but they finally fixed it. Um, granted, but that's 
It's what it is, but let's get into no. So last week, so two weeks ago, we talked about Power World. Uh, Power World is still beyond blowing up. Um, there's people I work with that have hooked up. I forget what the heck they were using, so they could uh, Steam link into their Power World game at work and play it. And yeah, because wow. they're just playing it 24 hours, like they don't get off. Wow, <laughs> they just don't get off. Of Powell. All it goes to show you is that people underestimate the kind of gate gateway um, mobile gaming is, because the game pops out on a system, a thing that isn't mobile, and people are buying it left and right. It mm. goes to show you how big, like Pokemon's big, but imagine how big it could be if Pokemon was released on a non-mobile system. Also, mm. well, the big reason, like. A why people doing it because you have completely free run to do whatever the hell you want. Like there's no limitations. I think that's a big like selling point for this game. The only thing that relates it to Pokemon but is the powers in the ball. I can't kill other players, so it's definitely not limitation. You can't kill other players in the game. There's no PvP in it. There might be at one point, but there's there, none there... now. So to say to say completely free, no, you're not completely free because you can't fight each other. But that's not a knock for most people. But well, that's why I haven't checked it out yet. Well, not if so I much. Heard I could kill if I could PVP in it. I would have picked it up already. Well, you can. You can't. Your pals can fight for you. Uh, but... No, you can't PVP at all. You can't pal versus their pal or anything like that. That hmm. isn't in the game yet. That's just speculated to be to come at one point. Yeah, you, know, um, you can't fight each other at all. But you can since so you can. Like, once you have your, like, if you kidnap something, throw a poke, like, well, it's a Pokeball. <laughs> Let's be real here. It's Pokeball. Uh, throw a Pokeball at a person. You can capture them. And now they're your pal on on your land. You can kill them yeah, if you want. That's not PvP, dude. You, you can kill them if you want. That's not PvP. <laughs> that's, that's not PvP at all. That's just stupid. <laughs> um. Well, no, but a lot of people were, like, trying to say they're stealing Nintendo and... So one of the things though that is pointed out, so I found out. Well, I can tell you right now, Nate. Nintendo's taking them to court, which means they got proof that they stole a lot of shit from Nintendo. They wouldn't be taking them to court if they didn't, because they, they'd be a waste of money if they couldn't have a chance of winning. So they clearly have a chance of winning. Well, there's been no word of them taking the court, has there? No. I, I saw something the other day. Let me take a look. No, it just says they're they're keeping a no an so, eye on it. So yeah, so this is what so I okay, so. Yeah, there was a speculation, then someone actually debunked it and said, no, if so... Nintendo has taken legal action against Pokemon clone. No, they're, they're actually not. Um, anyway, we'll get into it's that. It's not a clone, There's like either. nine things I just saw that says they are. So. No, no, they're actually not. So anyway, so, because um, the person debunked this, so they're not. So they're pointing out that they're literally down the road from Nintendo. Yeah. The studio itself is down the road. Um, and Nintendo... Um, even before a game is released, there if they suspect you're stealing assets, they will send lawyers to your studio well before it even hits the shelves. And th this is a non, this is a constant thing with them. They will, they don't screw around. They have people looking out for this shit. Yeah. Um, and with your studio literally down the road, you don't think they're going to come knocking at your door. <laughs> Do you realize how dumb the statement is you just made? I could live right next door to you. That doesn't mean I'm coming to sue you. 
Well, no, the idea is that these people... means literally nothing, dude. Well, no, but like a lot of these people, it's a business district, so a lot of people do like frequently and come around by each other and stuff like that. So th- there's a good chance, obviously, Nintendo knew full the well... location means knew, literally nothing. Nintendo and people that worked in Nintendo, probably new people that work here. So there's no way... They, they knew this thing probably was happening from the very beginning, and they did nothing. Uh, so... Maybe you're right. All I know is I see like nine articles in that in that Google search that all say Nintendo was taking legal action. So you're right or I right? I'm no. Right. So our articles I have actually articles that say it's happening. You have one guy who claims it was debunked. No. So yeah. So, so yeah. But my article is actually from an interview from the president of Nintendo. Um. And I have my articles are from nine different people that are saying it's happening. When did so yours come out? Today. Six, six hours ago. <laughs> today, <laughs> like a few and hours ago. There's a quote literally in that article from the president yes, there of is. Nintendo. Yes. Um, yeah. So Nintendo's president, uh, Shintaro uh, Furukawa, Kawa. Kawa, anyway, has commented on the ongoing Power World controversy. Uh, the release of the game has ignited major controversy in the gaming community uh, to extend the uh, Pokemon. Uh, Power World developers started getting death threats from a few Pokemon fans. <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy uh powers uh, hands down has been one of the biggest sensational obviously games of the year it's gonna it's gonna be up front game of the year easily um so uh in a q a session after its latest earnings call uh via Reuters, uh nintendo president um was questioned about the power world controversy without naming the game in particular uh just like earlier statements um he said that we call, we will we take uh, what do you call appropriate action against those that infringe on our intellectual property rights, um, stating that they don't screw around. They notice something, they'll come after you. Wait for it. That's why when we see like games that are like Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy clones that are possibly coming out, uh, even with not the same name, they're shut down before they even come close to getting finished with the development because Nintendo sends lawyers right away. They don't screw around. Um, yeah, so. Even even uh, uh, on a YouTube channel that uses their their toys as puppets, yeah, they they, they do, don't. So they and, stop them. So yeah, while Nintendo hasn't taken any con- uh, what do you call it? cohesive action against Power World in particular, it has swiftly dealt with things around it, such as uh, taking down the first uh, power. They, they did do this. So literally, like a day later after Power World came out, someone produced a mod, a Pokemon mod. They literally sent lawyers to his house. Oh. They weren't screwing around. Yeah. To, uh, with a cease and desist letter. So he had to take down the mod immediately. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of the, uh, like how there's, like there's, I haven't seen anything that looks like Pokemon in the game. Like the 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 pals are similar. Yeah, but they're but not. They, they're not named anything like that. They're no. they're not the pals. Okay, look, Nintendo may not be suing them, but yes, they are very fucking similar. Do yeah. not pretend that it's not. It's literally a Pokeball, and I've yeah. seen the pictures. I've watched podcasts th- as they talk about it. They are literally the same thing, but they move like a distinguishing feature to a different ear. And no, it's not that. No, no, those they're, they're not that close. No, they're not. Yes, and, but, dude, but, uh, there's like uh, hundred. There's like three hundred animals, and dude. Pokemon, not all of them, but some of them are. Pokemon took a whole bunch of stuff from Dragon World or what? Dragon Quest. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Pokemon characters were created by Atari Toriyama. 
Do you know who Akira Toriyama is? I, he's the guy nope. who did the art for, for Dragon Quest. Yeah. Which means he's not copying himself. <laughs> hey, I'm no, this no, 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 actually you can. It's so They're, stupid. But no, it's, he you, no, you actually they own can. The rights to it. There are artists that have actually worked for other companies that have gotten sued because their artwork looks very similar to the other project they work on with a different company. And they can get sued by the other company yes, they work at. but it doesn't mean he's robbing himself, Nate. That's the point. Akira Toriyama is responsible for a lot of the art that started Pokemon, and he's responsible for Dragon Quest. He wasn't ripping himself off when he remade it in new things. Even if you could say they can get sued, he you can't claim that he ripped himself off. It's his style. Well, it's kind of like saying that he ripped off Dragon Ball Z when he made Dragon Quest. Well, it's his style. Well, He's no, not ripping I, himself off. No, I know, but like when you work for a company, if you're an artist that works for a company, whatever profit, uh, whatever you make for them is their property. It's not yours. Yeah, I'm not talking about the property aspect, Nate. I'm not saying that there couldn't be legal action. I'm saying that Akira Toriyama cannot rip himself off. So you cannot claim that they ripped that Pokemon ripped off Akira Toriyama art. Because he's the one who made the art. He's just making more of his style. No, I know. But Whether I'm... or not there's a legal action to be made from the corporations, it's a whole different thing. Well, he should have thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but like, so <laughs> so a lot of people don't realize this. And the reason why Nintendo even goes after, like, why most of the time America will comply with Nintendo and let them take, like, uh, YouTube channels down, stuff like that right away. Even though they're still, even though what they're doing actually falls under fair use. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because in Japan, there's no fair use law at all. Yeah. They don't allow that. So usually for, obviously for, obviously to keep like good graces with Japan, they allow Nintendo to do things like that because they want to keep on good terms. They're like, well, it's illegal in Japan. You can't do it over here. Like, we're not going to allow you over here. Well, I've heard, <clears throat> I've heard things like just in Japan, like there was a guy saying, come here on holiday, come here for a few months. It's great. But man, you don't want to live here. <laughs> It's it's then this guy he moved there, but he's yep. like, if you want to be creative and do this and that, it's not even worth your time because you have to do it their way or that's it. Yes, <clears throat> it's so, fairly strict. Like yeah. it's 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 a culture shock if you're actually coming from yeah. another country. That, yeah, yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, it, it's a culture shock. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but yeah, no. In the end, yeah, this would have been Nintendo would have already. We would have never seen it launched. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then never, with yeah. It, I remember seeing stuff about this a while ago. Yeah, it's been it's been in development for a long time. Um, it's crazy because I was watching interviews with development. I didn't realize this. So because it's only a small group of people, um, and they had to, they switched over from Unity um, to Unreal Engine, and they only their senior developer had to literally train the entire staff how to use Unreal because nobody knew how to do it. So they had a, they had a break away from development for like a good month just having him train everybody. <laughs> And they they only spent like six million on it. Yeah, compared to all these other games that spent. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. So yeah, it's 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 pretty incredible though. They pulled off. Um. So anyway, that being said, thing stupid article load. Anyway, so an Xbox multi-platform plan shouldn't be a surprising to fans. <laughs> uh, much as it is, apparently, that's obviously what Grim's sitting at. Yeah. No, I don't I don't get how they could ever say it's a surprise. They should have known. Like you can't spend the kind of money they spend on fucking Game Pass and then expect to not have to sell those games to a bigger audience that they're not getting. Like people constantly say, well, they have access to PC, so it's like every PC in the world. Yeah, but like one percent of people who own a PC 
use Microsoft's uh, PC store. Yeah, they're not. Nobody's using the like uh, a theoretical fan base <laughs> is not a fan base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. So you you have the the problem with the 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 actual fan base they need to have is not buying the console, so therefore they don't they can't. There's like a limit to how many subscribers they can gather, essentially, mm. and that limit is what they can get on Xbox plus a couple million they can get on PC because they have no audience on PC. No. And when you and when you put that into perspective, then you realize there was no way in hell they paid seventy billion dollars for for Call of Duty to not have that and everything else come out on other systems. That's true. They do have to actually have their games coming out somewhere. And, and it's not a guarantee yeah, it's not a guarantee, but I I think I don't think that Microsoft is long for the for the hardware market. And if they mm. continue doing it, they're only releasing Pete like hardware. They're gonna release like a hard piece of hardware that can play everything. In other words, they like if they sign a deal to drop these games on <clears> Nintendo <throat> and Sony, they're also signing a deal with Nintendo that an X branded PlayStation can come out. Well, I'm also reading. I was also reading um, that there's news of the next gen Xbox <clears throat> and sw- yeah, switching to Intel instead of uh, AMD. Here's the thing. Oh, with that'd that. be interesting. Let's say they're tentative and they're not sure what they're doing six months ago. Mm-hmm. They're still going to start development on that system, yeah, because they have to, in case they they have they decide to keep uh, making hardware. Yeah, they literally have to. So obviously they've been working on it. They probably started working on it two years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, like just doesn't like... mean it will ever see the light of day. Doesn't mean that there won't be an Xbox hardware but i can tell you right now if they start releasing all their games on on playstation and on pc no one's buying an xbox no no no, no why would you <clears throat> no they'd be like oh the new halo is out for playstation <laughs> <laughs> oh god that series just die the thing that makes me <laughs> mad about this whole thing is the people that are that are bitching and complaining about competition now that were totally fine with with like the laundry list of companies Microsoft wanted to buy to make sure there was no competition. Yeah, exactly. Like, they The list of they should buy EA, Sega, Activision, uh, Squaresoft. They should buy every company so no one else can have any <clears> games. <throat> and then they find out that their games, their, their platform is probably going to go the way of Sega and it's going to be like a third party thing. And they're like, oh, fucking competition. Ugh, now Sony's got free reign. And I'm sitting back going, Number one, you didn't give a shit. Number two, Nintendo exists, you fuck. <laughs> exactly. I, I, th- I think that, if anything, Microsoft should switch to a... The Xbox should be a Windows PC. Again, who would, or, who would use it? You know what I mean? Well, then people would be able to to, to, to do other things with it besides... Yeah, yeah. Well, Xbox. that's how it was originally made. The well, first X they were talking about the, the very first Xbox, um, you could actually run Windows. Really, the very first edition the, before it was even out. But um, my question to you again would be, who would use it? A lot more people that that use Xbox now. Well, th- no, because if I bought a PC, I wouldn't. Even if I bought the Xbox, you, you got to remember, Grim. They got to make it uh, to be a PC that will play the games without yeah, having but- trouble. Okay, you which can. is really a it's good point. Game Pass. No, no, no. Game Pass, game Pass Cloud sucks. So, but so yeah. Okay, but let's the, say, okay, let's say they do that. 
Mm -hmm. guess what's going to happen? People are still just going to use Steam. And if they don't release their games on Steam, people won't buy them. And, That's and my point. good, they use it for Steam, but they're still buying that Xbox to use it as a PC. Yeah, yeah but hardware is not where you make your money. That's the point. That's Microsoft's problem. Hardware is not where you make your money. You make your money off software. Microsoft doesn't sell hardware. Mm. And when they did, they still had trouble selling software. Yeah, That's he's, the he's, problem. He's so they do this. They do what you say, Bazinga, right? Yeah. But then nobody buys the games that they're making on anything but Steam. And then they go, well, we're going to take it off Steam. And then people go, well, we're not going to buy your games. The problem Microsoft has is that they do is that the console market is Nintendo and Sony, and the PC market is Steam. Yeah, but if they're, if, they're, store, if, if they're still going to put out games in general, they, they're still getting money from those. Yeah. Yes, but my point is those games won't be making any money either way. Yeah, but no, what they, I'm saying is if they make that, that <clears throat> they make their little mini PC mm -hmm. that can play up to whatever. But they're still going to, they still put out game their Bethesda games and all that as third party games yeah to playstation and switch and everything yeah, that would be that that could be a solution but then you also you also got to ask yourself again with the will their fan base do that because they've already spoiled it they soured this fan base with game pass one of the other rumors is that day one is going away on game pass oh yeah i don't know about that so, yeah, so yeah dude that's my point like you tell me Bazinga, they sell you a system and they go, we want you to buy the games. And you're a hardcore Xbox fan who's used to getting it free for two years because of Game Pass. You're not paying 60 bucks for those games anymore. I told you two years ago, but no one believed me when I said that Game Pass is going to kill their market because when you give stuff away to for free, this is the look at the economy. Mm -hmm. You give people who don't want to work money for free and they never get a job after. Mm. It's the same thing with the game. They're never going to buy games now because there's no need to because they get them for free. And if Microsoft wants to stop that, they're even they're in more shit. <clears throat> yeah, no, well, that's no, why I'm saying the give them give them another option mm. with that. But the know. mini PC is not an option though. And why is that? The problem okay, is so... the only option Microsoft has is third party take a hit on their side and try to court the new. The, the PlayStation players because we're not used to getting their games free anyway, so we're willing to buy games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So no, no. You so support that market. So many PCs doesn't work. So Steam tried that. Okay. Within yeah, but that the, was they used their own software though. They had their yeah, own yeah, but they did it again though. Then they made the Steam Deck, which using, is working. You, which worked because it's portable. That's why it's working mm -hmm. because you can put it in your bag. You can do um, it with a laptop. But it has revolutionized because now I forget what it's called. I think it's called I think it's called Scorpion OS or something like that. The offshoot of the Steam Deck software that you can install on any PC. I think it's called Scorpion. I remember. I'm. No I've been wanting to do it and check it out, but I haven't done it yet. Um. Anyway, what it does is you can take. People have done this. Take like an older PC um, that runs fairly well. It can run most games, but put it in your home console, plug it in, install that, hook a controller up. Now you have a system that works like a console, but plays PC games because there's no like you. It just you know what I mean it just. So you think uh, Microsoft needs to go into the portable market? Okay, go to the no, portable market. Fucking slacked in the portable market. They could. They probably would get slacked in the portable market. I think What's that, that mean. I think shellacked. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Excuse you? It's a nice way of saying they'll get bent over and act like they were in prison, okay? Uh, yeah. like well, no, Nintendo it means... will completely bury them uh -huh. 
if let's put it this way: if Sony has can have trouble in the in the handheld market, there's no market for Microsoft. This like I get, I I don't care how negative I sound about them. When your console sells less than twenty five million two generations in a row, and the only thing you can do is give away free games to get people to buy it, and people still aren't buying it, you cannot then go. We're going into the mobile market. We're gonna sell a ton of consoles. Nobody's gonna buy it. Yeah, no, because no, no, they no. don't have anything <clears throat> compelling to make people buy it. Yeah, I don't understand why there, there's rumors of them making a another handheld for PlayStation. Because that's dumb. Well, that's because that's because the rumors are dumb. Yeah, the rumor is a mistake. Yeah. What Sony is doing is the same thing they always do. They're reacting to the market. The next PlayStation will be a handheld hybrid like the switch. the switch probably yeah it could be maybe um yeah because they know that's where the market is now well the problem is with handhelds you you, you don't get the same kind of power either yeah but that would be that would be as simple as nintendo uh so sony coming up with a way that to make it a little more expensive so instead of being proprietary it's five hundred dollars <laughs> and this thing has a graphics card in the dock so when you put the oh, handheld yep. into the dock the thing the thing can up uses that graphics card and yep. now it can run the games at a higher quality. Yeah, yeah, Done. Yeah, yeah. And it will cost 200 more than Nintendo, which PlayStation fans are used to paying 500 bucks for a system, so they won't have a problem paying that. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny know, with today's economy though. So I, I was reading this uh watching this reading this article and then this uh the response to this article this got bashed so bad cuz obviously leaks have come out because supposedly people have gotten hope like they're starting to get uh development uh units for the next switch. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um and it only has it has like it has the power of like the PS4 Pro. Okay. okay, which is fine. And this, the article is like, oh, it's going to do hard, but only the power of this and that. I'm like, and everybody in the article was like, Nintendo is never worried about how powerful their console is. It's all about their first party games. It has nothing to do with what how powerful that console is well, at all. However, they really do need to have something a little bit better because people are going to stop. Why buy the new one if they they could just play the old one? You know, for the games, we don't know uh, if the we don't know if the games are going to be cross compatible or not or whatever it probably will nintendo doesn't like doing that they what are you talking about i know the ds i know (laughs) i know i know i know but i guarantee they won't do that because the big part is big portion of that is obviously going back to where hardware is nintendo's good at selling consoles the wii u could play wii they're going to the wii could play gamecube what the fuck are you talking about they try to do that so the new switch might play the old switch games and the switch wasn't playing wii games because it was a different freaking medium Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think the Switch Two should be able to play if it can play this the Switch One games. Uh, okay. It, there's a chance it could be. They've done that before. But I'm saying, like, when you like the new Mario game comes out, it's only going to be able to play on like the next Switch. Maybe. No. The, the, but if the next Switch is the same quality as the last Switch, that's kind of stupid. They, well, need to, well, they need to go up a little bit. Well, here. the rumors it's it's the quality of a PS4 Pro. Yeah, um, which is fine because so, right now it's at the it's at the quality of a a, a little better Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> that's the console I still played the most. I have any like besides be on PC, the console I play the most. Yeah, because it's portable. Well, no, it's portable, and the, all the games I like pl- like oh, I, yeah. I I pick up and play all the time are on that system. Yeah, I rarely play 
games. Oh, <laughs> I play on my PC. I play um, on the PC. So, and that's the thing. And there's a lot of their first party games. Um, mm-hmm. and like right now, I'm replaying through uh, Xenogears. Like, like that game's not on anything else. <laughs> like, because I bought the because I I went and bought the definitive edition for the uh the we uh the Switch. Wow. Uh, yeah. So they got I'll replay this. So, but yeah. Um, but so you said there's people crying about it, Grim. There, there's like suicide watch for some of these people. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's it's oh. fucking embarrassing. You know that you know the state ten stages of grief shit. Jeez. Like, <clears throat> let's see. We got. Let me just take my timeline right now. We got hold the line. No matter what, hold the line. Phil Spencer will save us. Hold the line. <laughs> what? Like, Who I, talks dude, these like people, that? <laughs> these people are fucking. This is what I'm talking about, dude. Uh... I I comment on both these things. So I see the Sony fans, and the Sony fans just troll half the time. The Xbox fans think these people care about them like they're the world. It's embarrassing. Well, no, I I remember what's that game that what the game that was ported to. Uh... The PC that was on PlayStation, that's on PlayStation, that everybody flipped out about. What the hell? Um, Spider-Man? Uh, New Horizons. Oh, okay. Um, right. so here we, if but yeah. Horizons, you're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it will be called Microsoft Game Pass. That's that's one of the new rumors. All right? Oh. Here's the list of shit. Um, <laughs> let's see. Tim Dog. Tim Dog. Just so people know, Tim Dog thinks that the only video game system in the world is Microsoft. And Nintendo doesn't exist, and Sony doesn't exist. They're all just pure shit, right? This dude's comment on this was, it's about time for Microsoft to take its place as the market leader as Microsoft Gaming. The (sighs) history is going through some insane shit, but let me tell you, I ride or die with Microsoft and Xbox. Okay. He's pretty, he's probably one of the people that have a Microsoft tattoo. Uh, you get, I can guarantee oh, you they have tattoos. So I didn't know this, and someone pointed this out, and I can't see it now. I can't not see it now, okay? okay. So <laughs> There are people posting the picture of Joe Biden looking down all, like, stupid and sad, and it says it's just, it's not just over, it's Jover. So <laughs> during the creation, like, of the modern, like, Xbox logo, right? Oh, the, it's, uh... the designer was obsessed with making sourdough bread. Yeah. And if you look at the pictures he posted making sourdough bread, it's the Xbox logo. Yeah, like, I saw that. All I can Dude, see now when I look at Xbox is sourdough. The, the court filing should have prepared people like, for this. What? Because those court filings also had other things in it, like their oh. market strategy was to make zealots. They wanted religious zealots that would then go out and promote their system for them. And that's how you got it. So you got all these fucking people like Colt, Colt Eastwood and Tim Dog and some guy named Petro, some guy named Gaz. And these dudes do, do shitty podcasts with very few viewers, but they have a ton of followers on, on twi- Twitter. And all they do every day, every single post is something like, so Power World, Power World is a smash hit. Thanks to Microsoft to make it, for making it a smash hit. Having over <laughs> 9 million players. On Steam. Microsoft leading the way. Yeah, go, Microsoft leading the way with their release. This indie dev just doesn't know what they have. They should be picked up and bought. Like, that's the shit you see, and it's a daily fucking thing. These guys do the marketing for them. And they, they have really 
they are the ones who have made me hate Xbox. <laughs> because these people have fucking destroyed their community. And their fan base is just terrible for it. They they act like they're, um... What do you call it? Like, battered wife syndrome or something. Well, no, I think people get too obsessed. Like, when um, Horizon Zero Dawn was announced that it is coming to PC, there was people making, like, Instagram reels and TikTok posts of them smashing their PS4s. Yes, there were... There, I was like, what? I, 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 I use this argument all the time with... Um, <laughs> Uh, with Paulette at work yeah. when we're arguing politics. You're right. There are extremes on both sides. The problem is <laughs> the Xbox extreme are the majority of their main base now. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah. base has shrunk so bad that there's no sane fans in the... And I'm not... When I say sane fans, I don't mean people that buy the system. But on Twitter, and the people that are talking about their games and the people that represent them in like podcasts and stuff, hmm. there are no sane people left. They're just fucking crazy assholes <laughs> who keep perpetuating bullshit. Like Sony, Sony killed Sega. Well, how'd Sony kill Sega? And then you give it a bunch of information about how they killed Sega because they want to destroy the industry. And I'm like, you realize Sega killed Sega, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they released. They released five. Per, uh, consoles in the span of like 10 years that were all bad. Yeah. With the Sega CD, the 32X, the Sega Saturn, and then the Dreamcast was the only good one, but by then they had already broken the will of the people to buy their well, shit. Well, yeah, but then all those people that worked on the Dreamcast ended up making the Xbox. So the cycle continued. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing wrong with the, there was nothing wrong with the Dreamcast. No. Like, if, if, uh. if the Dreamcast had come out after the Sega CD... I mean, after, like, let's imagine if the Sega Saturn came out after Sega Genesis, there was no Sega CD, and there was no 32X. What do you think would have happened? Oh, yeah, that would have been incredible. They, even if it wasn't incredible, they would have been perfectly fine. Yeah. They, yeah. they lost half their fan base with those two shitty pro things. And then they did it again when they dropped the Sega C Saturn, like, within two years, and went right to working on the Dreamcast. Well, they, they literally released the 32X and the Saturn in the same year, and it's like... What are you doing? Well, well, well yeah. <laughs> te technically, was a Dreamcast not an Xbox? It was Windows CE powered. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That was all the same developers that made the first Xbox and made the Dreamcast. Yeah. I mean, realistically, so, yeah. think about it, there's a very good chance that the that Microsoft's downfall started when they released um, when they abandoned the the Xbox One. Not when it came out bad, but when they abandoned it and immediately started working on the new system. Because, like, two years into that platform, good games stopped coming out. They mm. were announcing good games from their studios. They moved all their studios over to the next game. And that pisses people off who just spent fucking $600 on your system. Yeah. yeah. The 360 yeah. And they didn't great. tell anybody either. They told nobody that they were doing it. So people were like, oh, I got an Xbox. And then two days later, they find out that the, it's useless. Yeah, but the, the, the Xbox 360 might have been good, but it wasn't coming like near the PS3, though. That's the thing. By the, I, yeah, by I, the I end like, of that generation. I like 360, though. I had a, I, I, even though it, they kept dying, I, I had like two of them. Three they were super easy to fix. That, by the end of that generation, though. I fixed like a half a dozen like of those. 360 things. became completely <laughs> irrelevant. That's what people... I've always contended from day one that Microsoft's true fan base has always been about 30 million um, systems mm. it's for 30 million fans and that's because the only system that sold more than that was the 360 
Yeah. And the 360 sold gangbusters when there was no real competition and they had people had um couldn't pay 600 bucks but then its sales dropped dramatically at like year three mm. yeah and the ps3 came, uh, prices came down too so yeah. yeah that's why that's what like i said that's why that's I when i finally that, bought one <laughs> that's why i contend that the uh that's their market mm. and i've been proven right two times in a row and uh, if they do it again i'll be proven right again because unless Sony fucks up really bad, you'll get about 25 million people buying that system. Yeah. In the end, though, like, like the PlayStation knows what they're doing uh, with their product. But the big contender, Nintendo, Nintendo has literally uh, been in the game since the mid-1800s. So they're not going anywhere. They, right. they know what they're doing. All right. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Ten minutes for two topics. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so well, I'll let Grim take this one more because he played the, mm-hmm. the demo. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth has a gaunt, and it seems like a very good gaunt. What is gaunt? Gwent. 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 It's a very gaunt. Good, it, it's a very gaunt. good game, dude. It's a card it's game a... inside of uh, oh, Gwent. Oh, the Witcher. Gaunt. Gwent. Gwent. Yeah, I don't. I don't know Gwent. what they're talking word? about because I I didn't check out no <laughs> card game. I played the demo. I didn't finish it because I played it last night at like eight thirty. But it's called Queen's The demo Blood. was the oh. demo was awesome. Playing as Sephiroth was great. I think. I think this game is going to be excellent, dude. Mm. When you it, see it's Gaunt. A game of the year, it's a game of the year contender. <laughs> guaranteed. Let's put it this way. It will probably be the better game out of Power World, but Power World is more addictive fun, so I don't think it will beat it. But I bet you it will be the better game. What, the card game? No, he's saying... Oh no! <laughs> no he's, saying Pal, he's saying Pal World. Oh no, no, no! But I thought he, late wait may sound like the card game, but I no. no okay. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII is considered one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, just making it 3D, but still keeping the characters and the great story it already had. Yeah, isn't going to change that. No, no, no. Uh, what was the one with the card game? Oh, it was Final Fantasy VIII with the card game. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's a random article. Skitty Skylands 2 justifies my hatred for cars. <laughs> Mine too. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so the, the, demo was, the, the demo was extremely cool. I'm probably going to finish it tonight if I get the chance. Or tomorrow. Mm. But I don't have much to say about it other than like the demo opens up with the fall of Nibelheim. So I the the beginning of the game is basically them at that town outside at the town. of Midgar, yeah, 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 where yeah. he tells the background story. Yeah, yeah. That's basically the beginning of the game. Ah, uh, okay. And it now, does like, now, okay. So what about though? This thing is though like, what about like them saying like your save files and stuff will be able to be able to transfer and be able to play it on the new game when they when they first released Final Fantasy VII remake, they said your save files will be able to be used. Um, I didn't have save files on my PS. On my PS5 for that. If you have cloud saving. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing at. They were thinking about cloud saving, but yeah. But I remember them saying that that those files will be able to be used to continue your game. So I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but we will see because obviously when it first came out, they said all the all three versions will be coming out on the PS4. And then they changed their mind. No, oh. they didn't say that, dude. They did in the beginning. They did. No, no, because they said it was going to be like a, like a, eight to ten year development. So they did definitely didn't say that. No, they did. They, they knew s- it was good. No, because the last one came out with like a year left in the system, dude. They knew damn well they weren't getting the fir- the other two out. Mm. 
Like they knew for a fact they wouldn't get the other two out. Yeah. It's impossible for them to get the other two done. <laughs> well, they have the groundwork. It wasn't like they weren't. Yeah. yeah but again, the first one came out with like a year or two left in the in the system. <laughs> they knew they couldn't put the other two out in time. Hmm. <sighs> no, it's yeah. It's either way. It, I was having a blast with it. It looks fucking gorgeous. Oh, of course, it's going to look amazing. Yeah, the flashback sequences—it all, it so, all look great. So the one thing that okay, so obviously I've been saying it for a while, and there's a reason why I'm leery about doing it, uh, buying a broken PS5. Because you're a tool. No, so they've changed one thing. Okay, so PS4s are easy. So even if a PS4, uh, most PS4s are easy to fix. Uh, PS5s are easy to fix. So that's not a problem either. Um, the problem is PS4s. If you were banned from the PSN network, that was easy to reverse. Okay, you could reverse that fairly easy. Uh, Sony made it fairly easy just to redo that and get it back to its normal thing. They have uh, with the PS5s. If a PS5 is banned off their network, Sony's not letting it ever back on the network ever again. Mm. Which is they're just creating e-waste. Well, yeah, completely e-waste. So. And this, from I've heard this from because I've been on a forum. Yeah, with... uh, hold up, hold up. I don't care if it's creating e waste, dude. Because they only ban them when people are hacking. And mm-hmm. screw you, stupid hackers. No, but they're, they're also, there's a number of reasons why they get banned, too. Um, they will ban your PSN account if you actually, if they actually catch you uh, with their algorithm actually uh, committing like racial slurs or hate crimes against other people on a voice chat. That's not they true will ban at you. all. They will ban you. That's not true at all. Um, so, and from the Reddit forum I'm on, like, talking about getting a hold of, like, a PS5, that's one of the big things they said. Like, one guy bought, like, six in a row. All of them were banned off the PSN network oh. um, because he buys them and fixes them and resells them. Um, he lost a lot of money, and it happens to a lot of people because there's a ton of them out there that are just, like, on there. They're easy to fix, but they're banned from the network. So there's nothing you can do. Absolutely nothing you can do to it. Uh, even if you contact Sony, they won't reverse it. Even it's, if you replace the hard drive, like how does it no? Uh, how does it no? It's because the main hard drive is soldered onto the board. The uh, main hard drive it uses is soldered onto the board. Damn. There's not you, you can do to it. Um, it knows that for it knows. You know what I mean? Mm. So it literally just creating a pile of junk. Like how hard is it just to if they sell if they sell it, the seller contacts PlayStation. Be hey, I'm the perp. I'm the current owner. Here is my PSN network. Here is my ID. Please unban this hardware for me. Hmm. How hard is that? Yeah, that's weird. Instead of creating e-waste, like pile, there's going to be piles of PlayStation fives in like landfills for no reason. And it makes it sketchy if you just want to buy a used one too. Like you yeah. go on eBay. Oh yeah, we use PlayStation five. All right. Oh, it's just and, and some scratches on it. All right, no, it's banned. PlayStation's never done that, which is ridiculous. How hard? Like just allow people to unban it after they buy it. Mm. It's under a new seller. You can. You can give them their PSN network, what you did with PS4. If you sent Sony your PSN network and let them know this is your hardware, give them the model number and stuff like that, and the serial number that pops up when you do the about section inside the software, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would go into the network, un- they would whitelist the software, and you can get back on the PSN network. It was easy. All the other person, the band person, is going to do is buy a new PlayStation. Yeah. And get back can't. The they, can't <laughs> they can't use their PSN network. They have to make a new one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, that's it's really it's really a waste of friggin oh man mm. so that's why I've been leery about it um about buying one um because of that problem I don't want to waste like money and like because I've seen plenty that are good deals but I'm like mm, it's it's a tough pull 
Uh, and there's not like there's not enough games on the PS5 in general for me to just about buy a PS5 yeah. for just to justify like five or six games I'd want to play on it. So, all right. So, Elden Ring is Tencent's next target for mobile loot boxes and microtransactions. <laughs> the side of Tencent I hate. We're going to get to the side of Tencent I like in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, Tencent's one of the absolute. Uh, it's like the Google of China. Kind of. They're huge. They own like everything, <laughs> literally, over there. They own so many companies over there. They're they're it's they're also like that guy who's that guy that like owns everything here. That guy, that rich guy we always talk about. Elon Musk? No, 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 no. This guy, <laughs> he he like owns stocks of everybody, uh, and he went and sold all like the Walmart stocks because it was gonna crash, but that never happened. Oh, uh, Bloomberg? There, uh, no, no, not, not Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Uh, Warren, uh, Buffett. Warren Buffett. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's kind of, but like these guys, they are, buy, they have like everything. But no, but like these guys, like Tencent owns market in like everything. Um, they, <laughs> there you go, they, they own the streaming service that's like the Netflix of China is owned by Tencent. Um, they have Epic, part of Epic, part of Riot. Yep. They are part of uh, PUBG. Yep. They, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they're like a technology giant that doesn't, they, they don't even make anything. They just buy everything. Right? Oh yeah. They just buy everything. <laughs> they just buy everything. Now they have, they also have a movie studio or whatever. Yep. They have a movie studio that's been around since 2015. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, they have done a lot. <laughs> they have done, they own a lot. I should say. Yeah. They own a real lot. And one of the biggest markets they have is the mobile market. Uh, they hands down completely control like the mobile market in China and in India and a few other countries. Like they mo- make the most money. Um, I think Microsoft wishes they could make this much money off their mobile market. <laughs> <laughs> like it's stupid how much money they make off their mobile market. PUBG is like I think it's still the most popular mobile game in the world. Yeah. They also have stakes in uh, Path the studio behind Path of Exile, Elden Ring, Dying Light, Near Automata. Yep. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta think though, if you're a developer like uh Miyazaki and you're looking for people to invest in your company, and they're like, Hey, yeah, we'll we'll give you a good chunk. We just want a little bit of blowback from it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the same thing with like PUBG. Uh players unknown obviously agreed to do a deal with them. What when did it become Crafton? Crafton? That's who does uh PUBG. Whatever happened to Blue Hole? Uh, I don't know if they changed their name or if they merged with another company. I don't know the whole story behind like, that. Like I'm like crafting about. Yeah. Is this a a, war, a Mandela effect? What the fuck is going yeah, on? Here? I don't know what the story is behind. It. I think they got bought. They bought or they merged with another company. I don't remember the whole story. I remember seeing it, but I never got into it. Um. Uh. To oh uh, yeah. So it's so. <laughs> to its fans, Elden Ring is a noble struggle, uh, where the effort you put in is memorizing boss patterns, improving your build. Fine-tuning your reactions, offsets of your near-constant death in a grim, unforgiving landscape. Yes, it's, it's very telling. Uh, to Tencent, it seems like Elden Ring is an opportunity to create another free-to-play game. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, the Tencent uh, Chinese firm that owns 16% of the stake in Elden Ring. That's not a lot, but yeah. And Dark Souls maker uh, from software has mobile versions of Elden Ring in development, um, uh, but it's been slow, I guess. According to three people uh, familiar with the project, cited uh, to readers, uh, but it will be free to play. Will have an 
app purchase, obviously, and may resemble Nihoyo's uh, Genshin Impact. Genshin. Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. Yeah. So yeah, obviously it's gonna yeah, because uh, yeah, that'd be obviously their big competitor because Genshin Impact is still pretty really big on mobile. It's a huge game on mobile. It's just another big game gets going to mobile. And It'll then, probably do. And, like, oh yeah, I can understand. Like you gotta think though, if you're just a guy, if you own like, if you're one of the main people that like board people on Tencent, that'd be a dumb move not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, from, yeah. That's the same thing. Reason why like PUBG, like why they made mobile PUBG, is like their biggest asset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And now they have all the. There's so many gaming phones now. They they have so many, and they have their money in so many different gaming companies. They can just go, um, yeah. In our contract, you agreed to let us use some of those assets. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's what it is. Anyway, so let's get into. We'll spend. We're gonna go a little over because we're gonna into the second half. But I want to get into the PS2 era because oh, yeah. so many games came out on the PS2 like that were incredible. I think PS2 is still the holding for the highest selling system ever. I think. I think they still hold the record. Um, And granted, because like some of the games that were like bangers weren't, was not the first game I bought on the PS2. Bangers. 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 But granted, the reason why the game I bought was the game I bought because things were selling out so fast. Like, I remember like going and waiting at the like not waiting at the store because I worked there <laughs> uh, for a good amount of PS2s to come in so I could buy one. Um, but it was the first time I've seen people literally stampede through a building at launch at midnight. Really, it's the first time I ever saw that, and I was like, "This is like silly. <laughs> this is just silly." I was like, "Holy shit!" I I honestly do not remember where I got my PlayStation. Oh, I, I really don't remember. I know again because I bought it for Grand Theft Auto and f- your favorite Final Fantasy X. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, the game I bought at midnight and, and, and then the returned other, the two other, days later. Yeah, the other game I got was uh, <laughs> Metal Gear, but I, I I didn't like stealth, so I got rid of it. Oh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 2 came out on PS. That was, yeah. Yeah. That was really, really good. Um, but we also had Devil's May Cry series came out on that. The first three came yeah. out on uh, PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, uh, what was that Samurai game? I'm going to look it up. Um, there was a Samurai. We had Soul Calibur, obviously. Soul Calibur 2 uh, came out. Uh, and that was like the big like crossover like not crossover like a game came out like had special characters for each version we had P- we had Resident Evil 4 uh, which was like kind of the first Resident Evil with like semi- semi-decent controls uh, we had San Andreas and Vice City yep um, not a big fan of either one <laughs> God of War yeah uh, hey. yeah the first God, the first God of War came out yeah that was incredible uh Tony Hawk Underground, which is actually one of my favorite Tony Hawk games. Actually, I like that one a lot. But hell, um, uh, the yeah. Virtual Fighter, uh, Virtual Fighter Four Evolution came out. That was actually pretty good. It wasn't as good as Tekken, but it was a good game. It was a really good game. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. The, the, so the first two Kingdom Hearts came out on the PS2. Um, landmark games at the time, like incredible. Um, 
Uh, the, well, the Guitar Hero games came out and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, man, it sucks they got overdone, you know. Um, SOCOM 2. Did SOCOM 1 come out in PS1? Or was that in PS1? I don't, no, it was on PS2. Both of them yeah, because they were online. Yeah, both of them, because I remember playing them online. Yeah. Um, I played it on the PSP. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was freaking hard. Yeah. Because it was a first-person shooter. Once you did, you're dead. Yeah. It was it was incredibly hard. Um, uh, Shadows of Colossus. Oh, yeah, that was a good game. That was an incredible game. Uh, the Persona games, not all of them, but like I think what Persona 3 and Persona 4, I think, came out uh, on the PS2. So yeah, I was always a bigger fan of PS1, so I don't remember a lot of great PS2 games, even though I owned it. Even Dragon you... Quest Eight, there you go. Yeah, so yeah, Dragon Quest Eight uh, was what do you call it? A huge like deal in that game. Bully. Um, we had Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud Two. Uh, Dark Cloud Two was hated those games. The first one was terrible. The second one was where they they fixed everything they screwed up on pretty much. Um, but it was already anything procedurally generated dungeons are just terrible yeah it gets too repetitive but they fixed a lot of that in the second one uh, but they were already kind of a dead name by then so they didn't really do it didn't do that well um yeah Tony totally um Shikoden 3 came out um Zeno Saga episode 1 there was a whole bunch of like See, that's the problem you're, you're naming off all these games that in my opinion are the low points for the series mm, yeah but they're so good the... no like Zeno Gear Zeno uh, Saga was terrible Nowhere near as good as Xenogears. Shikoden 3 is terrible. They're, they all play like Final Fantasy X, which is straight lines. Like, they're well, all the low points of those series. Yeah, they are. They are. When they lost their way and they stopped being JRPGs. Yeah. Oh, I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Persona 3 did come out, though. Yeah. Now, that's different. Persona never had a style. Its style was outrageous. Yeah, just out, let's just be weird. <laughs> yeah. And um, they were always fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> number one, Grand Theft. <laughs> um, obviously, Shadow Hearts: A New World came out on the PS2. I miss uh, Shadow Hearts. <laughs> uh, Shin Megumi Tensei: uh, Digital Devils. Shin Megumi Tensei. Shin Megumi Tensei. Yeah. <laughs> also, all the Shadow Hearts um, came out on PS2, not just one. The series that kind one, of two and three did. The, the series that pissed me off. Does anybody know what that is? Uh, you won't get the name. Final Fantasy Ten? <laughs> no. Dot Hack. Why did it piss you off? Because it like I so so hard to get. And no. Expensive. Because he thought it was going to be good. And it's Cause I, yeah, because I thought it was going to be good for one. Uh, two. Um, I'm paying fifty dollars for a game, and it's literally like ten hours. So why why were they so why are they so expensive today? Because they were, they didn't print a lot in America, North America. Uh, okay. uh, I, I I still can't. We, we had a copy at work. Sitting on the shelf, oh, still going for fifty dollars, and we're like, "Why is it still fifty dollars?" But it's so stupid. Like you have to buy. I think there's what five in the series. That all five of those games will equal a full RPG that I would pay fifty bucks oh, for. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not paying fifty bucks for ten hours. Yeah, I'm surprised what? they haven't made like a remake of all of them together. <laughs> Just a one game. That's what it should be. Like it was so stupid. It was a ter- on top of that it was a terrible game though too. Mm-hmm. But like that's, yeah, that's- those games were absolutely terrible. I don't know how they managed to garner. But then again. That's the issue with the PS2 RPG community. It was a bunch of new fans playing really bad RPGs that they thought were good because they had never played the good ones on the PS1 era. Ark the Lad Twilight of the Spirits was actually pretty good. I remember playing that. Yeah. 
That but was the a... Ark the Lad title of the Spirits played like the original Ark the Lad game. Yes. Yeah. All the, the problem was most RPGs that came out on the PS2 that were like sequels to other systems mm. didn't play like they like they were supposed to. No, no, like, no. The Shakoding games took away the world map and became a straight line. Yeah. Um uh the second Ark the Lad game took away the combat system. Yeah, that was oh man, I remember yeah. Oh. Like they 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 ruined a lot of great RPGs back then because they were like, well, turn base, it, it doesn't really make sense anymore. And even if we do turn base, we don't want to have like a sprawling world because it costs too much money to make. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. The biggest thing that pissed me off is obviously is Final Fantasy X. That's the only Final Fantasy I've ever turned to the store and stopped playing. <laughs> Never finished it. The, the, the problem with your hate for Final Fantasy X is that from a um, gameplay perspective, from a gameplay perspective and a story perspective, that game's amazing. Hmm. You're right about a lot of stuff, but the combat in that game is dope. The world, like, not the world, but, like, the story they deliver is dope. Hmm. It's The the issue is the fact that they, it's a straight line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, It's a straight line. That's... And when you make a game a straight fucking line, what the hell, what, what do you expect's going to happen, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to explore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, was... like... There was the Breath Story of Fire. Wise, that game is amazing. There was the Breath of Fire game, which was good, but I never, I played it briefly. I never got through it though. Uh, Dragon Quarter. Yeah, that game was bad too. Yeah, I never got through that game, ever. Again, they were like, "Hey, let's take away what people love about Breath of Fire or JRPGs in general, and we'll put what we think they want to make it more appeal to Western audiences." And they ruined it. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, they they completely ruined it. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, that's why my that's why I stick with the PS1 era. They those games were like it was like um it was like shotgun gaming back then. No one knew how to make a 3D game correctly, so everybody was trying all sorts of crazy shit. So you ended up with all these great games that just PS2 became too formulaic in my opinion. Mm. With a lot of stuff. Yeah. Everybody tried to be Final Fantasy 10, so every RPG f- played like Final Fantasy 10. Mm. All the 2D fighting, uh, 3D fighting games played exactly like Tekken. Yeah, I would say up until Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 12 was good. Final Fantasy 12 was pretty good. I liked 12. Yeah, five, 12 was the actual like, holy shit, this is a good Final, a real Final Fantasy game finally. Yeah. <laughs> After the freaking Final Fantasy 10 and 10-2 and whatever else. <laughs> Squaresoft has its own problems anyway. Squaresoft is like Microsoft in regards of like their leadership. Hmm. It, it's run by stupid people. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, dude, what's the best game they've ever made? The most popular game they've ever made outside of sales. Outside of sales? It's Final Fantasy Tactics. To oh, this day, Chrono oh. Trigger and Final Fantasy Tactics are yeah. both considered the best games they've ever made. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. didn't sell as big because they, didn't have, they weren't the Final Fantasy game, but they were considered the best games they've ever made. We have no Chrono Trigger sequel, and we've never had a real Final Fantasy tactic. That tells me their leadership doesn't understand how to build a fan base because they could have kept a smaller budget and slowly made that fan base bigger over time. Yeah, They could have done a Tactics 2 and had it sell a little bit more, but they just stupid people. Yeah, but the signs show Octopath Traveler games wouldn't do as well as they do if it wasn't for, like those series like existing so yeah yeah but that the, think about how long that took oh yeah it took forever for them to go oh maybe people like turn base 
<laughs> it's not even a, it's not even a system. It's just like I said, you get praised for generations about how good Chrono Trigger is, but you refuse to make it because back when it first came out, it didn't perform as well. Yeah, Fuck, then put it within that budget, you asshole. Oh, it only <laughs> sold five million copies. Okay, then the next budget, budget around five million copies. You could still build this. Like uh, these, these game companies are just stupid, dude. They're yeah. just stupid. Yeah, and now, now the copyright is ran out on Chrono, Chrono Break. So, I don't know what that means if they ever will do it. Because it's it, just like I said, they all they care about is sales numbers, but they don't understand how to make how to take something that's a, a a general smash hit that just hasn't got the sales because no one knows about it yet. Like, people know what it, Chrono Trigger is now. You remake Chrono Trigger, that thing's sell, selling 10 million copies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, someone at Square is like, well, it didn't sell good when we first did it, and it didn't sell good on the DS, so why would we do it now? Well, because the people that want to play it aren't playing it on DS, dude. They want a real copy of the game. Yeah, they want the actual... Yeah, they want the real game. Granted, they did that like definitive digital perfect whatever edition on Steam recently. Oh, uh, that's yeah. like, the definitive edition, whatever now. And that... dude, I don't want to sidetrack real quick, but did you see that stupid shit from the other day? It, Square has a problem with making games. They have someone really dumb at their company because someone told them that it was going to take them ten years to remake Final Fantasy VI. What? <laughs> what? Now, let me ask you an honest question, Nate. Yeah. I love Final Fantasy VI. What's the bigger game, Final Fantasy VI or Cyberpunk? Asset-wise. Oh, like asset. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Right? Cyberpunk is way more, You're yeah. You're telling me you can't remake Final Fantasy VI in a five-year span, but a company could like, like uh, CD Projekt Red can do Cyberpunk or The Witcher in a five-year span? Like you don't, you have a bad company that doesn't know how to program games. They could easily, they could do Final Fantasy VI and they could make it like two parts, from before yeah. the world's destroyed and after. But still, that game is not. It's a big game, but to t- try to pretend like it's so big they can't do it, fuck you. Oh yeah, they could easily do it, and they could do it in like full three D too, which would be yeah. really well two point five D, I should say. That's what they every every company should be doing two point five. Yeah, and it would it would be games. incredible. It would be absolutely incredible. I want every single Wild Arms game in two point five three D. Well, they they okay. Square does make mistakes, and then they kind of backpedal and fix it. Like they released all those digital versions of the game, and then they were like, "Oh, people don't like the way those sprites look, do they? <laughs> let's no, release, just, let's it, do the pixel perfect just, version." It's a lot of things that are just fucking stupid with that company. You know, they own the rights to like a hundred JRPGs that you've never heard of that were that they got when they bought companies like um like they bought the company that made uh the Lufia games. So they have the rights to the Lufia games. Yeah, they own the they own the rights to Bahamut Lagoon too. Okay. How hard would it be to put like all of these game like five of these games on a little collection disc and sell it for forty bucks? It, it couldn't cost that much to do, and I'm sure it would make money. Yep. Start. The gold, they could call it the Golden Era RPG Collection Volume One. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah, just like they did with Final Fantasy. They did the Pixel version, and you could buy the disc. I think it was yeah. like a hundred bucks. All of the first six Final Fantasies in one and disc, and it, was, and, and it did too, well. It, it sold really well. I know. I know. Bazinga likes Call of Duty. Microsoft could go. All right, I want you to take the first five uh, modern era Call of Duties. Get them running on new hardware. We're going to release them in a bundle. 
That'll make a ton of money. Mm. Oh, we're not going to do it. Why? We're too stupid. <laughs> we're too stupid. <laughs> it hasn't they, been they long enough. They leave money on the table all the time. It's embarrassing. It hasn't been long enough. I don't. I don't understand why they come out with remakes of games that came out like a couple years. Has ago. it been long enough? Pasinga, do you know how old the first real Call of Duty is? It's it's old, but it's still not. I don't. Know, could, I don't think it's worth a remaster. It's definitely worth. They remastered Modern Warfare one, two, which is stupid. I, I thought they it was could, stupid. <laughs> why would you do that? They could do Call of Duty Big Red One and all the games from that era in a couple of Big bundles. Big Red One was just a console game. Yeah, that was. It wasn't game. made for PC. That was that so? was a that was a side game. Mm. It was okay. They still put the, but the point is, they could release five or six of those games in a bundle. It wouldn't cost too much to do it, and they would make a ton of money. That's what I mean by being lazy about doing shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But that being said, though, I love the PS2. I still have a PS2. I have a modded PS2 sitting in my uh, home entertainment center. Um. That I use, but yeah, um, I don't know what happened to mine. The last game I was actually playing it was the uh, game I just fucking mentioned. <laughs> Why am I drawing a blank? I still uh, have a Shadow couple, Hearts. I still have a couple games for it. But I don't. <laughs> God, I don't don't remember what happened to it. Oh, like I have my third three sixty and my uh, PlayStation three. Yeah. And four and Xbox One, but I don't have any of the new consoles either because there's just nothing I want for them. But I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get one for Grand Theft Auto, which sucks. That's also, gonna come I out on PC though too. Not for like, like a year make, or two later. I'd Maybe like a to year. make a quick prayer that someone release both the Lunar Games in 2D, 3D, please. <laughs> oh man, that would be. They are still my. They are still my favorite. That would be incredible. That came out originally yeah. well on the Sega CD, so that was one game the Sega CD could do it. <laughs> That's one game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Came out, they both came out on Sega City, and yeah. then they both uh, came out after that on uh, PlayStation. I miss Working Designs, dude. Working Designs was a a real company. Yeah, they weren't assholes. They were like, "We're gonna release this game from Japan. We're gonna put voice acting and all that in it. It's gonna cost more. You know, you're not gonna pay fifty bucks for this. It's gonna cost you like eighty bucks, but you're gonna get all this artwork and all this this making of." Like every game they released was like an event. Yeah, yeah, no, they were they were good. And I have a lot of their games, dude, yeah. just sitting. That's the thing I'm gonna miss about physical copies, which they haven't been doing much anyway anymore. But when you would get the pre-order, their special edition that came with like statues and shit. Yeah, but that's why there's companies like Libin Run. There's a few other ones I do yeah, nowadays yeah, too. Yeah, 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 but but what's it matter when they get rid of physical altogether? You're just buying the the code, and and artwork and the, stuff like that. You're yeah, getting yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it shouldn't be as, if if you're not getting the game, it shouldn't be as much. Yeah, and we're gonna get more into that in the second half because I got some stories to tell about that stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, about obviously uh, keeping what you own, kind of thing, mm -hmm. and we'll get more into that. Uh, but that being said, we would love to tell you about our wonderful sponsor and the Dorkening Podcast Network. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! 
Hey kids, it's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token with... My God, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dork Eating Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of dirty goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you greetings we are the retro reductopus cephala podcast a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome he's right we wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies toys cartoons i don't know help me out here music pants Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidoctopus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey. They might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroid Octopus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks, with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. Welcome back, and we are going to get into some technology, pop culture, the wonderful VR headsets that everybody's wearing <laughs> everywhere, including while driving their car, which is a very dumb way to die, but it, you do you. Dumb way to die. You, <laughs> you do you, I guess. Um, uh, we're also going to get into the uh, Copilot app uh, in Microsoft's uh, commercial and kind of push for it. Uh, along with YouTube statement about obviously with the whole Vision Pro app they're developing, um, and then at the end we're going to get into the three body problem, which is a bad translation. But I'll get into that though. <laughs> the name is just a bad translation, but it's the closest thing we have in English to what it actually says in Mandarin. There's really not a word in English, but that's right though. <laughs> um. But anyway, so what has everybody been checking out? What have we been watching? Have you been to the theater? Have you not been to the theater? I don't go to the theater anymore. It's fucking stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Dude, it's overpriced. My TV is like 75 inches. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, uh, I'm not wasting. I'm not wasting seven bucks on a box of greasy PCs. <laughs> well, that's why, why would you do that? I why, go to the why, dollar store. Yeah, why, yeah. I'm gonna say that. Why, I go to the dollar store or I go to like Burger King. <laughs> it was a dude. It was just a comment on how overpriced everything is at the theater. Unacceptable. And it's not worth it. Refrain. No. I'm anyway. <laughs> no. 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 no the, yeah. Concessions are overpriced. Yeah. It's just not worth it. When but, I can watch anything I want at home with ease. Don't you want to get that Dune Two popcorn tin? Oh, that thing's cool looking. No. Yeah, it's cool looking. You should see all the all the comments people are yeah, making. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, wow, it's cool looking. It probably cost some poor Chinese kid five buck, uh, fifty cents to make, and they probably charge you it looks, 100 it, a hundred times that. It looks like an adult toy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's funny. But yeah, no, like that. I'll probably actually go into theater to see. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be going to theater to that. But yeah, that's one movie. I definitely will be. Um, no, but other than that, then Graham, what else you've been watching? Obviously, not going to theater. <laughs> uh, there's not much good going on TV nowadays. Yeah, so. I'm just waiting for the shows to start myself. I've 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 been like so exhausted from work. I've just been you, watching shows that I can't that I don't you have, have not to watched, pay attention you, to. You have not watched True Detective then? No, I've not watched. Oh True my Detective. god. So, okay, so I'll get into it in a minute, but I'll get more into it, but True Detective season 1 was really good, okay? Oh yeah, it was. So, season 2 and <laughs> season 2 and 3 was terrible. Not well, 3 was okay. Um, it wasn't terrible. But season 4, do you know who's running the show now? Season 4 now? Season 4 is being produced by Woody Harrelson. And Matthew McConaughey. Oh, the, the ones in the first season? The ones from the first season that won awards for the first season. Uh, but we'll get that in the middle. But anyway. Okay. What are you watching? Nothing. Like, I've been falling asleep to NCIS uh, Hawaii. Well, no, no. You were talking about your the show I mentioned a couple weeks ago. You were oh, now watching. That, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, time is like... A flat circle, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, yeah, I did start watching that because, like, when when you see like the, the the commercials, there's a lot of shows like it's not what you thought it was gonna be. You're like, yeah. oh, this this show is gonna be about this, and then you watch it, and it's like, oh, not even close. Yeah. So when I saw like the the like the trailer for it, I thought it was some kind of like time travel futuristic type thing. Oh. Just the way she's dressed and the yeah. colored hair, it looked like one of those. Yeah, future things, but no, it's just she likes to be. She's really interested in murders, and then she ends up in the middle of one. So in, yeah, at the end of the world, well, in, at the Arctic Iceland. Circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. With like a guy that's kind of like a counterpart to Elon Musk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I, I watched the first couple episodes, and then I had just haven't had time to continue. I might watch one tonight now since I. It's cool off. because they go back and forth between like the parallels of like. What happened? What she went through already, and those parallel to things that are happening in mo- in current yeah. time, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's a one-off show. There's no sequel or anything. It's just a mm. one-off show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have no interest in interest in watching the new True Detective. It's incredible. Like I, I don't care. I don't like any of the cast, dude. Uh, Jodie Foster. Like, Jodie Foster is incredible in this, and the uh, the the counterpart to her. Um, is a girl actually from Providence that just got her start. Um, also, 
Keep in mind, Nate, you're saying it's incredible, which immediately makes me think it's shit. We, we, we mentioned because your opinion is terrible. <laughs> well, no, I didn't, I didn't notice till after reading about it, and then I was looking at the actresses and the girl, the girl that plays the counterpart to Jodie Foster, uh, the other kind of detective, um, is an upcoming uh, what do you call it, actress from Providence. Hmm. So it's their big break, which is kind That's of cool, cool from our from our state. Yeah. Um, hey, we had freaking Good Burger too, man. Oh yeah, we had good work yeah, too. What's that other well, movie? Um, Hocus Pocus too. So it's Why funny. Why get these crappy? Movies? What's funny is did you see uh, people <laughs> posting, dude. Everything that's being made is crap. <laughs> so it's horrible. Yeah. So I guess uh, what's her face? Um, the girl from Halloween. Uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, uh, what do you call it? Woody Harrelson were shooting a movie in Providence. I guess the other day. Yeah. Um, and um, they were they were filming in front of our state house. I guess. Uh, and Woody Harrelson was spot people post pictures. He was at a, lo- oh, a bowling alley. At a local bowling alley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. They're like, oh, they're going to make another whatever it is, the Big Lebowski. I'm like, oh, shut up. Oh my God. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never. The movie wasn't that good. You mean he's not in the Big Lebowski, dude? No, no. That's what they were saying. You're talking, You're talking about, about Kingpin. Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin. Yeah. No, the, 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 the thing said Lebowski. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. Kingpin, which is a good movie. But anyway, um, no, so I've been, you know, so. Yeah, like I was saying, True Detective one was really, really good, but the two stars were Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. which both won awards. Are they, are they in this season? No, no, they just but it. they won awards for the characters they played mm-hmm. in that season. Yeah, realistically, um, they should have just been in. They, they should have just done after the first season uh, another season with them. They mm-hmm. should not have done this. Let's go get fucking a whole new cast. Uh, edgy directors and pick some new actors and try to we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make some amazing shit that's not connected and then they made two shitty seasons and probably a third because nate says it's great well no no they're not supposed to be connected they're supposed to be just individual like mysteries in different parts of the world that's the show and that's why the second the second and third season were terrible well no because there are not enough good actors in the world that can pull off that shit they went and hired a bunch of talentless pricks for the second season and it did turn out terrible. Then they hired talented pricks for the third season. It turned out terrible. It didn't really have that much mystery. It was just the performance of those two characters. Well, yeah, it was. It. But they also made you kept on thinking, like, is there something actually strange going on here? They kept you on your feet, like, oh, my God, is there actually something weird happening? Uh, which we didn't have from the second or third season, which I love. That's the big part why I like the first season. The third, the fourth season has that, I mean, in space. Oh, thank you. It has I did a- watch something good. It has oh. it's, it has that in spades. Like they are incredible. Like this season, like uh, I was talking uh, to uh, your associate. Mm-hmm. Like he came up to me. He's like, "You're watching that season, right?" And I went, "Holy shit, I am." He's like, "He's like, what is happening? Is there White Walkers coming now or something? What the hell?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's hard to say what's actually real and what's not. It's really good. It's really well done. You can distinctly tell. Like when those two took over, they're like, we have to bring back the magic from the first season, and they did." The only thing I know nah. is that See, Mat- my problem is if the nah, nah, told nah, me nah, to nah. watch it, I would check it out. But you're telling me to watch the it. The only thing I know you use the wrong words for everything. Is that Metallica won a Grammy? Okay. Yes. Yes, and so did. Well, nobody knows who this band is. I'm sure that in this podcast, Gate. So the equivalent of the Grammys happened in Norway. Uh huh. And oh. the, and they won. They're a new band. They're a fairly new band. Well, they're not new, new, but they're new on upcoming. They've been around for a little while. Uh, they're a Norwegian folk band. Um, but one of my favorite songs, Olvenheim, is actually one mostly won them the award, uh, at the the big award for mm-hmm. their awards show, which is crazy. Which is an eight hundred year old song remake, <laughs> which is crazy. But <laughs> well, it's funny because like 
uh that 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 uh Miley Cyrus won something. She it's her first, and she was like all excited. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Billie Eilish won a song. She didn't even come out with an album or anything this year. It was a song for Barbie, the Barbie movie. Oh yeah, that's forgot. She and won. She won an award for. I'm like, wow. She, Why she are won, we talking desperate. about this? She also won an award at the. Uh, Please. Not the grant. Not the. Not the grant. Because uh, at the music one. is my thing. Okay. We, yeah, we, but we, <laughs> then talk about good music. Talk about Metallica. Don't bring up like I Billie did. Eilish and fucking. No, I just thought it, thought it was weird that somebody they won an award for a song. Yeah, they also won not at the. Oh, of she won an award for a song because they have a diversity quota where they pick people. It's not because that one song is a smash hit. They have to pick certain people based on the gen- genre thing in order to be able to be on TV and to appeal to their masses. Yeah. That's anyway. why Metallica took well, so long to get a, 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 a reward because they didn't <laughs> care about heavy metal forever. Yeah. Metallica's been making great music forever, but they didn't get the respect to do it mm-hmm. until someone said, look, they've been around forever. We have to do it now. And they yeah. were like, all right, we'll do it now. Yeah, and then uh, and one of the people that won like a three awards literally after he walked off the stage, he was arrested. Oh yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Metallica has nine Grammys. Yeah, I suppose he was some rapper, Killer Mike or Mike Killer, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> well, the, the day the day before that, he was saying some political stuff, and they didn't like it too. Oh well, well that's all I think. But yeah, yeah, he he's he's a right winger, so you know he's yeah. getting the book thrown at him for a misdemeanor charge. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> they'll have twenty-seven <laughs> accounts of rape against them in a yeah, week. Yeah, and yeah, won't yeah. Even... Um, but yeah, no. Um, I have been watching. So Tencent is a huge conglomerate over in China. They, uh, the one of the owners, I guess, loved the book series, uh, Three Body Problem. Okay. And they were working on. They were originally going to do a movie, and then they shot some of that, and they scrapped it. Then they started actually filming a TV series in twenty twenty. They spent four years filming. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I'm halfway through it. It's incredible. Um, I wish I wish TV You're networks... You're watching the, the, the Chinese version. Yeah. I them. wish networks over here would give that kind of detail to when they adopt books. Because what they did was literally just take page for page and change some things, but literally are just doing... They did 30 episodes for one season and are literally just going chapter to chapter, line for line, and just recreating it onto film. You are such a goddamn hypocrite. Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. Dude, you are the biggest hypocrite I've ever fucking seen. Oh, you are, you are literally okay with them butchering the Wheel of Time. And now that they did it right with a series, a book you love from China, you're, you're like, oh, I wish they'd do it right. You're the reason why they don't do it right. Because people like you let them get away with shit like the Wheel of Time. Uh, it's uh, the truth, dude. No, the, the most, I'm sorry, man. It's the most hypocritical thing. And you say a lot of hypocritical shit. But <laughs> so, this is the most hypocritical thing I've ever heard. You were literally on your knees for the Wheel of Time. And it was the worst adaptation in history. Yep. And now you're telling people that they should do it right. I'm sorry to get on the rant. Ramp, you, you got to stop being a hypocrite with this shit, dude. <laughs> you can't pretend that it's okay for them to butcher TV series in America, but then also want them to not butcher TV series. Uh, I think it was, I, yeah, I was. I think like it was funny. One person pointed out, "Well, the labor laws are different in China." I said, "Well, yeah, good point." <laughs> It's got nothing to do with the writing, dude. Like, like you, you go the first episode of Will Time seems okay, and then the second episode you have to spend forty minutes saying goodbye to a to a warden 
sorry to a was it was it a warden or was it a black woman's warden which one was it you were saying goodbye yeah, the, to the, the, yeah the warden i know yeah. you're talking about you were saying goodbye to the black Aes Sedai who doesn't exist in the books for 45 minutes but then you tell me you don't have room to fit the whole story of the first book in the first season. Mm. Then why did you waste a full episode on someone who doesn't exist? <laughs> okay. Oh, we only have like 20 minutes left, so let's get through some of these topics. Okay, so VR. I put that out of order. That was supposed to come after. <laughs> Whoops. So your topic, you posted this first. So uh, Apple Vision Pro turned real world into Black Mirror episode overnight. Um. Uh, and yeah, and everybody is like, there's videos all over the place. People like, like doing just daily things with wearing these things going around town, going to dinner, going to the restaurant, they're eating, driving like, their car, going like, drive, yeah, driving their car. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's in this picture right here. <laughs> it's, it's like ridiculous. What it can do is kind of cool. I don't oh, know. Yeah. If, I don't know if the Meta Three can do it, but like. You can set up like TV screens through your house. Yes, and they don't move. Like you, you come out of like you can walk into the bathroom and there's a screen above the toilet. Yep. And then you leave. You go back into the living room where you got. Oh, you need to make a list for dinner. It's on the. It's on the fridge. Yep. It's kind of cool, but I never expect. Like we've had headsets for a while. I never expected this nonsense. And then they're like, there's a video of some. They're they're playing. Uh, this this battleship you can play on it yeah and i'm like oh wow a seven thousand dollar game of battleship because <laughs> you need two headsets to play the damn thing Ugh. well we're about to have a seven thousand dollar way to view youtube as well <laughs> uh, because uh they did youtube says that the vision pro app is on its way on their roadmap uh gonna be coming out soon well then if you have uh a vision pro please check out our channel <laughs> i love the vision so, pro it's great um and this is after so if anybody doesn't know so youtube spotify netflix all uh declined uh to allow their ipad apps to run on the vision pro mm. but now youtube says they are making an app <laughs> so oh casey nice that climbed a set of stairs with the headset on <laughs> what? Okay, so what? So what he did? Well, it's a little. I know. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird. Um, but yeah, it's literally like everywhere. Like, and I'm glad to see it. Like all these people. Yeah, if you like it and you have the money to buy one, go buy one. Have fun. Hey, they're not using they, their heads aren't glued to their their phones. No, <laughs> they're just watching the, it. <laughs> yeah, technically, because you can see the real. You can see the because yeah, I mean it's AR. It's not. It's not taking up your whole view yeah it looks like that but it's not and it's funny because like there's, there's like we, we've always had the, the the vr for a while but now because this comes out they're making all those porn jokes oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like oh this thing's great they're putting it down on the table there's a bunch of tissues and shit <laughs> <laughs> he's like this is fantastic i love this thing i haven't left my room in weeks <laughs> oh my god that's terrible oh but yeah, no, it's it's huge, and I'm glad to see it blowing up because it'll cause other companies to go, "Ooh, we gotta get on that market share. We gotta get on that market share." So we're gonna see clones and stuff coming out. That you know, I mean, some will be shitty, and some will actually be decent. Hopefully, like Quest will start coming out with an AR version of Quest. Well, it it does have a see through mode. The Quest Three does. Oh, it does. Yeah, and it's in color. I just don't know how they compare. Yeah, well, there's because their front is completely clear on the Apple Vision. 
It's gonna, yeah. it's clear. If they came out with a version like that, that's clear, but it has a screen too. Yeah, but it's it's it's. it's I don't think it's as clear as you think it is. I think they're, that you're seeing through the cameras. Oh, you think so? I think so. Oh, maybe. I don't think you're just seeing. Because hmm. I think you'd see through. Well, yeah, you see the screen right there. Yeah, you see through the screen. But you can see his burger and stuff he's eating. Yeah, because it's got cameras. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it's got cameras, yeah. True. I'm not sure. I, like I said, I, I haven't I don't used know. it. I don't know. All I know is they have that thing where you like when you're looking through it, it shows your eyes. Yeah. But it's like a digital eye. It's not yeah. real eyes. So it's really creepy. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. I did see a video. Of this guy he dropped it flat right on the floor to see like a drop test. I'm like, oh my god. Like I understand cell phones, but thirty five hundred dollar test. Ooh. So he dropped it. The whole front shattered. Oh. But it comes off. It's it's like a it's a front outer layer. Oh. So I was like, oh, it still worked fine. <laughs> Without okay. when he took the plot that broken off. Oh, nice. That works then. Didn't lose any money. Um, okay. So Microsoft Copilot, Super Bowl, and Signals, an AI strategy shift. And what they're doing here is so and it's funny because we had a moron comment on one of our videos. Um and yes, I'm calling hey, you a moron. Hey, don't don't get aggressive towards our one fan. <laughs> um Thank you, moron. We'll take more. <laughs> He tried to say, like the video we made, when it simply said, in the corner of the website, I went, Jack GPT 4. Yes, I was on Microsoft Copilot, but it's run by Chat GPT 4. Oh, yeah, he's like, you're not using Chat GPT. I'm like, it's what? It's powered by Chat GPT 4, you yeah. moron. But yeah. okay. But anyway, but if you don't realize, so what I demonstrated in that video was actually how you can just open up uh, Copilot right from your Windows desktop mm -hmm. um, and ask Chat GPT 4 anything you want. Um, but people don't realize that also in this Microsoft ad, obviously for the Super Bowl is pointing out, obviously you can get Copilot anywhere. It's and you can install it on anything. Mm -hmm. uh, like I have Copilot on my phone. Um, the reason why is because you can easily use it. You need to ask it things or write a paragraph or do something like that. Something quick you need to have done. You can have ChatGPT do that for you. Uh, one of the things I was doing it for the other day because I was just sketching. I was like, um, send me like random pictures of inner workings of engines. And it just, here's a whole bunch so of inner workings of engines. It does pictures now? Uh, yeah, it can do, yeah. Because I was well, trying to, you have to be, it did do. Oh, you have to, well, you have to sign into Microsoft. Mom? Uh, I'm never doing right, that. Or you have to create in? a whatever Microsoft account. There's a special Microsoft account you have oh, to yeah. use for it. Hmm. 20 uh, different Microsoft accounts. Get them while you can. <laughs> um, but yeah, to do, for to generate images, you have to be signed into. Okay. For just text, you can just do it. Mm -hmm. But images is a whole other story. It's kind of, you have to do a little few more. Yeah. But they're trying to push out like, hey, AI is here at your fingertips to do what you need to do really quick. Like you need to send like a generic email back to somebody that replied. Here you go. Have chat GPT for it. Boom. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. Um, I think it's it's a good thing in there pushing on that I agree with Microsoft, but I do agree like AI is it's a strategy that's showing forward and a lot of people are gonna follow suit, I think, soon. Is AI is becoming more of a forefront and this year is going to be the year of ai pushing i don't forward. like it i don't like it um that's why especially we're getting with, all these layoffs especially with like at our warehouse like our warehouse uh for the place we work at um right now it's i think it's 14 percent of the warehouse's robots and they're installing the next set right now mm -hmm. at the warehouse um and i was watching a video and these things they stack way pallets way better than humans I was so happy to see that. <laughs> I was like, they're actually straight. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that's not always because of that. It's because of the truck driving. 
Well, no, no. I'm uh, when you put chips at the bottom of a pallet, you're an idiot. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I saw that in a Reddit post. They're like, does that mean uh, stuff's going to be stacked correctly now? Yeah. You're telling me that you guys put that on top of eggs? <laughs> yeah, the robots won't do that. You should be more worried about the fact that that's like one step away from replacing people who are stocking. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's happening. That's already, I was talking to a guy actually. Uh, actually, that contract's already up. That contract's already happening. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm worried about. Like, like I understand in the past it was like, oh, we're just going to, there's other jobs that will come, but with all this AI stuff, there's going to be less and less and less. So hmm. what are people going to do? You have to get the man the robots still. Yeah, and then you're, they're going to want like not a degree, but like a secondary training for that. That's fine. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm already pretty damn tech savvy. I can repair most things. So yeah, yeah. that's fine. You, with me. You, most you people are repairing can't. a. You aren't repairing a goddamn robot, Nate. <laughs> you're, you're very tech savvy. You know nothing about robotics. Uh, I do actually know quite a bit about robotics. But that's a whole other story. No, anyway. you don't. <laughs> um, you have not studied robotics, Nate. I, Nate, I know you're you. In the same boat as the rest of us, dude. You I, are an archaic. Yeah, I know you're a huge fan of uh, Johnny Five. <laughs> but come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I still can't. So that's one thing that happened over these two weeks. One thing that wouldn't fly, and I pointed out this to Bazinga. I didn't realize, like, because I was watching because one of my favorite movies, all the short circuit movies, and the second one, I didn't realize they literally had a white guy with a slight tan playing an Indian guy with an accent. I was like, oh, that wouldn't fly today. You and never noticed that? I don't care. I didn't notice that until I watched it again. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, it probably doesn't get flack because he doesn't paint Indian people in a bad light at all. No, no. And he actually becomes a citizen. Whoa, hold up. Hold up. Yes, he does. At one point, he literally says, I am literally standing beside myself. No, I know. But like at the like in generally, he's a good person, though. He's actually a good person within society. And he becomes an American citizen at the end. Um, It's there's nothing really. Stop. Stop. um, No, damn well. The only reason why he's not getting flax is because no one remembers it. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the only reason why. Um, Well, nobody's really bashed uh, Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder. Kinda. Oh yeah. no, he they've they've tried. People like go fuck you. Yeah, they've kind of funny it's the funniest thing he's ever done. So <laughs> it is pretty funny. Uh anyway. I'm sorry, but like <laughs> no. It's the funniest thing he ever did. Uh anyway. So real quick Three hundred years climbing up that mountain. <laughs> we have to stick together. Who is we? <laughs> <laughs> Who is yeah. Uh, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> so, in the last eight minutes here, so Three Body Problem is coming to Netflix uh, in March. Uh, after analyzing like the trailers and completely trying to figure out where they're going with it, um, they've turned one character into five. They're calling them the Oxford Five. Um, the guy playing, the guy playing, uncreative idea that was the guy. I, well, the, I, I have an idea what they're. I know what they're doing, um, but. They, the guy playing the main detective, Dao Xia, uh, being played by the Asian guy that was in, um, that's from Marvel, that played the other, uh, uh, what's his face? Counterpart to the Benjamin. Other, ben- the Asian counterpart guy. to uh, Benjamin, uh, not Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, the other Asian, the Asian Benedict guy. Oh, the, te- the same temple. Yeah. I can't remember his name, yeah. but he's playing the main detective. Um, Oh, and Benedict Wong. Benedict yeah. Wong, that's it. Anyway, I couldn't think of his damn name. Um, I was saying Benjamin in my head. I don't know why I was saying Benjamin. They're, both their names are Benedict? Yeah. What? A, that's weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
so no and like the beginning you see him walking in there's blood on the wall and he's like oh not another countdown which is wrong and it's right because in the book it's scientists are killing themselves and the one thing they see on notes and suicide notes is physics don't exist and that's what they see across everywhere across the world in the book scientists are killing themselves after they realize physics don't exist literally Hmm. uh and it's not the countdown the countdown is what one person sees which is the character they turn into five which is professor mao um and they're calling them the oxford five um what they change them into they change them into five different people (laughs) yeah yeah what are the five people chicks no it's there's a there's um yeah it's like a mix there's uh there's that's why they changed it into five people. well no it's three guys and two girls that's yeah. why they changed it into five people um and then how they... many, let me ask a question nate the book how many lead females are in the book oh uh, none and i mean very but, well, no, 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 no 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 okay so there there is there's uh there's one or two um but they're not like they're lead characters, like the main scientist, like the main but girl, like the main girl at the very beginning, who is kind of the main character up until we do the time jump. There's one main girl uh, up until okay. that point, and then it switches. Okay. And th- but it switches a lot. There's not one main character through the whole book series. But, it, sh- but, it changes a lot. Well, first of all, you have to understand that the Netflix series is not going to change the lead characters constantly. That so they have to have a step. So instead of like coming back in season two and having a different. St- a group of new like characters they're not going to do that that's the late that's how lazy these shows are Mm. they have to keep the 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 same crew so that's exactly why they turned it into five because they looked and said we have a bunch of men we have one main lead female character in this show in the first book we're going to split one of these characters into five so we have three more strong female characters that's why they did it. I know it sounds funny. I guarantee well, you that's why they well, did no, it. Well, no, no. I know they did it because they wanted to bring you through all three books uh, with the same characters instead of switching up characters. I know that's exactly. why I know that's the why they did it. I know that's why they did it. Um, but, and it's also, Those I know, but I also know they changed some things because the, it's a Chinese sci-fi thriller, which is amazing. It's incredible, but it's, you can, it's very focused around Chinese culture. And if you don't have an understanding of kind of how Chinese culture works, you're kind of going to be a little confused. Um, so I think they changed things for that as well. The one thing out of all that, I don't mind any of that. They can change that all they want. And if they long, they keep the core storyline because the core storyline is about the human race. It's not about an individual person. As long They're as they, as long as they keep to that, I'm fine. But the one thing that really pissed me off, I didn't realize the trailer until I watched it like a hundredth time. And then I realized it and I was like, oh my God are they doing that and they're doing this because because people are stupid so in the book um the guy the what professor mao gets told hey okay he's like stop your research and, all, and they're like we'll prove what we can do we're going to make the universe flicker at this certain time so he has to go to this radio tower and observe background radiation during this time and this time and he does and the background radiation all of a sudden stops in the book and then continues. And then he asked the guy at the observatory, he's like, what the hell just happened? He's like, the universe, in a sense, just flickered. They literally, in the trailer, make the universe flicker. I was about ready to punch something. Why? Is that supposed to be like the end of the story? No, 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 no. Because no, the universe, because it's a statement. It's not like the universe is flickering. Uh-huh. They literally make the entire universe flicker. It doesn't flicker in the book. The uh-huh. background radiation stops for a second and starts again. Here's the, here's the I was like, 
people people aren't stupid they just think people are that's why they dumb down everything that's why they dumb down the wheel of time they think you're stupid but you're not you can follow something creative but they don't think people can it's just that they're too they're the stupid ones and that's the problem with all these tv shows they dumb down everything because they think you're not smart enough when in reality they're the ones that are not smart enough although well okay i do have to give like the Tencent one did did one thing that was kind of I think they were doing it to cater to a Western audience. There's a whole turkey scientist analogy thing in the West in the uh, Tencent one, which is weird because they don't even celebrate thanks th- uh, Thanksgiving over in China. That's a, that's a completely North American thing. Um, They're making fun of America because China, the Chinese hate Americans, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's <laughs> it's an analogy like the farm in the analogy they were like are. They're talking like this girl's talking to everybody and they're like, well, the turkeys are all like every day, the same routine all the time. And then one day on Thanksgiving, well, the farmer comes and kills them. And there's absolutely nothing the turkey can do to stop that period. There's nothing that can happen. There's no way anything's going to change from that happening. That's how it is. That turkey cannot defend itself, period. And it's a great analogy for like the whole book. Um, I do give credit for the person that wrote that in there because it is a good analogy. So. Um, because it, this is not a spoiler because they are printing it on the cover of the book now ever since the Netflix series uh, was announced. Um, uh, it says an, a reimagining of an alien invasion. Um, but you don't actually know that till the end of the first book. But that's what it is. <laughs> so, um, but we'll see what they do, though, because they were pulling characters in in the trailer. We have characters from the third book already in the series which is weird yeah, like i said they, i'm like wait a second here that guy doesn't show up till like <laughs> so it's just bad writing dude so i don't know i hope they just keep the core story which i said the core story is about the human race it's not about it's not about an individual person because of the book they change characters so often so maybe this will be a, a one season thing <laughs> well no the the creators are hoping to get four seasons and they they said the they said people they think people will be hooked if they can get to um the part in the second book um which in the in their interview they said which is our red wedding moment because obviously the same guys did game of thrones um will people be hooked i'm already like i'm good (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we'll see if you're if you are a writer and you're and you're trying to sell people on a new a new show or a new anything and your response is to say to them oh we're like this and you just point out something else i'm already like you're probably not you're just mm. trying to invoke those things yeah for well, whatever purpose you have yeah we'll see though we'll see i'm hope i have a lot of hope for it. i i in this in my head right now i really wish kenson tenson kept the rights <laughs> and did the other two seasons but tenson oh well. america <laughs> oh well but probably bombed. No, it did really well. They won like tons of awards in China and shit for it. it. Dude, again, it's not about awards, man. If people <laughs> aren't watching, that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I say bombed, I mean it, there's a fifth. Maybe nobody watched it, mm. and if nobody watched it, or maybe they pissed off someone in the government because in China, well, the, you do it told. Well, it's <laughs> it's a really renowned series in North America too, a sci-fi series. They want like. He's won awards over here for that book. Um, and I guarantee someone at Netflix was willing to pay pretty much anything. And I'm sure Tencent charged them a lot of money for that book series. Yeah, again, the problem is 
the person who paid to get the book probably doesn't care about the actual book itself, mm. which is why you'll probably get an inaccurate version of this. Yeah, of this where, thing. where the guy from Tencent actually did care about the book, but yeah. oh well, <laughs> it's what it is though. Um, that being said, we have reached the end of the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. What? Yeah. We will be back no. next week at the same Talking Gaming and Tech time, yeah, same out. tech hour. <laughs> but yeah, obviously go check us out, youtube.com slash Media. We have a Patreon. You can support us, become an agent of tech until we become a little bigger. Then you might be actually get something. So come on early, help get us there, and we'll be very thankful to you. We might even upgrade you to a known plan once we get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, until two weeks from now, for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech tech prime media everyone we will see you next time check out our tiktok and everything else we do everything else we do